Welcome back to the Lead Team Podcast. We are currently buried in snow here in Fayetteville, Arkansas. We've got a special guest in the studio today, the one, the only, Thaddeus Daddius Moore. <laughs> hey, how's it going? <laughs> if you guys don't know Tad, you should. He is the fearless leader of our student ministries here uh, for the last six years now, right? Coming up on it, yeah. Wow. It's crazy. Six years. Uh, and Tad is a guy that loves the Word of God, which is why we brought him in today, because we are talking about how to study the Bible. We're going to talk about why it's important and even give you all a few uh, practical tips uh, on how to do it. But before we get started, we're going to kind of uh, break apart some of these, maybe these myths or these lies that you've heard. If you've grown up in the church like me, you've heard this before. Well, if you really want to be a good Christian, you have to read the whole Bible in the in a year Every single year. And if you miss like if you miss one, you're out. If you miss one, good luck. If you miss two, then you're going to be reading all weekend. You'll have no, no free time. We all know that that only lasts as long as you get to like Leviticus and then you're toast. You get yep. to Leviticus and then you get like three days behind and you're like, if I want to catch up, I have to read literally the entire book of Leviticus today. And yeah. nobody wants to do that. <laughs> Maybe only, only the good Christians yeah. read the whole book of Leviticus. Yes. You know? If you're a good Christian, you'll spend at least, I mean, at the bare minimum, an hour every single mm. day. Why would you spend any less than that? And you're extra holy, like if you wake up at like 4 a.m. Yes. To do that. Yes. I mean, if you're a good Christian, you'll spend more time reading the Bible than sleeping. Yes. So <laughs> an hour is not nearly enough. Uh, if you're a good Christian, uh, then... You'll every time you open God's word, you're gonna just feel you're gonna feel the Holy Spirit and His presence every single time you open God's word, which it's, is like it's sad. That's not. It's not yeah, like especially if you're reading some of like the really like uh, kind of dark parts of some like the prophetic books that are like Oof. about like God's judgment and wrath, and you're like I'm supposed to feel like warm fuzzies <laughs> with that. Like it's just a yeah, not a great expectation. Tamar Genesis. Went through that one recently. That was a that was a rough, rough morning. <laughs> Get the you warm fuzzies. You didn't feel the warm and yeah, fuzzies yeah, after I that. Didn't, I didn't. No feel tingles. The warm fuzzies. <laughs> no tingles after that one. <laughs> and this was maybe one of my favorites. I actually heard this a bunch in Dallas when I lived there. If you are not waking up before six a.m., then mm. you are ruining the rest of your day. Mm. If if reading your Bible is not the very first thing you do, if you're not reading it before the sun goes up then you are wasting your day and you're not a good Christian. Mm. Guys, we start off like that because we know that some of y'all have felt those, have heard those, maybe even believe those and have put this extra weight on your back in reading the Bible. And uh, if you're anything like us, it's kind of weighed you down. And so we want mm. to today, this morning, whenever you're listening to this, re release you from that weight and that burden. And uh, the point of today is to, to show you why the Bible is important and why it actually has has value. And so before we get to that, uh, we have a $1 million challenge for you. 
That's right. Our budget. One million. Our budget is in a great spot here. So we're <laughs> offering the million dollar dollar challenge coming right out of uh, Elise's wallet. Thank you, Elise. Thanks, Kyle. Yep. We are. We are loaded. For sponsoring, <laughs> sponsoring this challenge. Uh, here's the challenge. I want you to think about this. If I were to give you one million dollars, if you were to open up your Bible and read every single day for the rest of this year, would you do it? Think about that. Wherever you're sitting right now, think about if I were to offer you a million dollars to read the Bible every day of the year for the rest of 2021, would you do it? Sign if, me up. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> and if I, if you're being honest, even if you're someone listening. Is this, a, is this one per household deal or what, what's no. the- Can you like double that up? Yeah, yeah. You say. and Kyle do that? Yeah. No, no exclusions apply. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sign wow. me up. Yeah, we're in. Uh, even if you're someone that maybe has never been able to find consistency in opening up God's word, you would probably do this challenge because, I mean, it's a million dollars. And so I'm going to give you a little, little Jesus juke here. Okay, sorry about, <laughs> sorry about this. <laughs> you, don't, but, you mean you don't have a million dollars? I don't have me. a million dollars, <laughs> but I'm hoping uh, with my Robinhood account, I'll have that soon. <laughs> Dogecoin. <laughs> Here's what Psalm 19 says. Psalm 19, talking about the word of God, says, The law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The rules of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. They are more to be desired than gold, even the best gold. It is sweeter also than honey and the drippings of the honeycomb. What the psalmist here is saying that God's word is more valuable than gold. So truly, I think you could say that, that God's word is more valuable than a million dollars. And so when we, when we start there, we realize that the reason that we get into the word is not because of a lack of time or commitment or discipline. Uh, but I think the, the core issue here is that we don't actually understand the value of God's word. And so that's what we're going to do this morning. And so Tad, would you, uh, would you walk us through what, why is it important? Why should we get into God's word? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think it's, it's been cool just on my own journey with trying to learn the scriptures, a lot of those same lies that you, you mentioned, Josh, were, were true of me of, of feeling a lot of shame of like, man, I'm not a great Christian because I don't read my Bible every day. Um, it's hard for me to get into that rhythm. I don't really feel like I get anything out of like spending just 15 minutes reading something that I don't even know the context of. And and yet when I got into college, I had this like weird, just kind of um, gripping desire of, and, and actually probably was way more like motivated by pride and fear, <laughs> but like a, just the thought of like, I'm trying to share the gospel with these guys um, in my fraternity or my classmates. And if any of them asked me today, uh, have you even read the whole Bible that you say you believe in? Mm -hmm. My answer would have been no. Mm -hmm. And so uh, that sophomore year of college, I was just like, I'm going to crank through this whole thing and I'm going to read it mainly just out of that pride. <laughs> I don't want someone to call me out on that. <laughs> And yet, as I started on that journey, and it wasn't every single day, like I did the whole like reading plan thing, but I, I missed some days. I had to spend some, some more time and it took me over a year uh, to finally do this. But it was so cool and seeing what the Bible actually said about itself, which kind of feels like 
this weird like inception thing of like, whoa, the Bible talking about the Bible inside the Bible. Mm. Um, but oh my just, gosh. <laughs> just like seeing mind blown. Yeah. I know it's like, it's like, what's going on here. Um, and yet realizing just one, how this Bible came together. It's this beautiful piece of literature, but, um, Josh, you already mentioned that one Psalm that, that talks about the law of the Lord, some others that, that do Psalm 119 is one. Um, and it kind of a very long Psalm, but just like continuing on about how amazing God's word is. And it says, um, verses nine through 16, which I think is great. It's just, how can a young person stay on the path of purity? Um, and I'm going to do it aside here of like, that doesn't necessarily mean like sexual purity. Like we usually mean it purity, I think is, is better in a sense of like, how do you have a whole heart for this? How do you not have a divided, um, like a divided soul over this? How do you not have like dividing conflicting um, values, but how do you have a, a pure whole life? And it's by living according to your word, I seek you with all my heart. Do not leave me straight from your commands. I've hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Praise be to you, Lord. Teach me your decrees. With my lips, I recount all the laws that come from your mouth. I rejoice in following your statutes as one rejoices on great riches. I meditate on your precepts and consider your ways. I delight in your decrees. I will not not neglect your word. That's good. Mm-hmm. You're not going to read all 170. No, I'm going I'm to stop there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there are like 170 like over two over verses over. about the importance, of, the importance God's of God's word. And it's, it's crazy. Cause like the, the, the writers of the Psalms are looking back on, on the, the, the early writings or the, like the first five books, the Torah, and they're just amazed by it. And they see the value in reading it. Um, Psalm one has become a, a really favorite Psalm of mine. And it says, blessed is the one who does not walk and step with the wicked or stand in the, the way of sinners or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight again, that word delight is in the law of the Lord mm-hmm. who meditate on it day and night. And then this promise, it says, that person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither, whatever they do prospers. And just the thought of um, the blessed life or the good life um, to these, these writers was someone who is connected to God's word and who is, is planted in his spirit through his word. Um, and then if you skip forward, even the New Testament writers, they pick up on the same thing. And now they have the entire Old Testament. They're looking back on that's their scriptures. Uh, and like you see Paul saying stuff to Timothy uh, in 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17. He says, all scripture is God breathed, useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, training in righteousness so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. If you want to be able to live out the life that God's calling you to, um, there's this expectation that you need to you need to dig into his word. You need to like you, you have so much to benefit from his scriptures and it will only be for your good. Um, and then the writer of Hebrews also says the word in um Hebrews 4, 12 says the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword, penetrates even dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. I think even from that, we see like, if you want to even get to know yourself better, if you want to get to know God better, if you want to be able to let the word of God pierce into you and, and, and expose what's deep down in there and, and, and really connect with your creator, um, you're going to do that through connecting with God's word. And so it's, it's valuable. It's meaningful. And so again, I kind of mentioned how I, I started my journey of just wanting to learn the scriptures totally out of like probably wrong motives of just, yeah. I don't want to get caught. Uh, I don't want to be seen as a bad Christian. <laughs> and yet like <laughs> through it realizing, Oh, like, it's not even like a pride thing. It's just, I have benefited so much from spending more time in God's word. And, and that's still not perfect. I, I, I'll be honest. I work at a church and I don't read my Bible every single day. Mm. <laughs> You know, Wait, what? Like, 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 I've got you. Does got your me. boss know this? <laughs> yeah, I'll probably get fired. Don't tell on me. Uh, erase that. Uh, delete that. Okay. <laughs> um, and yet, um, what has happened is, is spending more time in word in the word. Um, I have seen God change my motive, and like I actually d- delight in the word. Mm. I enjoy it, and um, 
that doesn't mean every time I open it, I feel the warm, fuzzy feelings. Mm. Yeah. And yet, um, it, it's began to transform, uh, just my outlook on life and, and, and God and even myself. And it's been, I don't know if you're listening, like I just dig into it and hopefully what maybe begins is like a, like a, like a, like a duty or like a, an obligation will turn into delight. Mm. Yeah. That's really well said. Yeah. I think that's so good. I think that word delight is mm-hmm. kind of what we're, what we're aiming for. Mm. And I'm glad you said that it's not like every single day. I mean, mm-hmm. all three of us here are, are married and, uh, have been in these relationships with, with our significant others for, for years. And some days it's like, Oh, it's just, there's this, this delight. Like I just want mm-hmm. to, to spend time with them. I just want to, to be with them. I just, I just want to just be near them and to talk with them and to communicate. And then there's some days that, that it's harder and it's more difficult and it does feel like a duty, but that doesn't mean that we should just like, Oh, you know, I don't feel like it today. I'm not going to. Mm-hmm. And so that's like, cool that you use like the, like the, just the, the idea of our relationship mm-hmm. to God's word yeah. and to himself. But it's a, you're right. Like you don't, you don't feel it every single day. It, it, it takes work and it takes effort. And that's like every single relationship in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause at the end of the day, I mean, the reason we have the Bible uh, Peter says that that the word of God was was carried along through the Holy Spirit. So mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit was inspiring humans to write mm-hmm. down God's word. So it's God communicating through people to us. And the only reason it's been preserved for so long is because God wanted to communicate to us through this way. And he communicates through through other ways as well. But this is honestly, if I if I had to say so, the main way that God wants to communicate with the people he created. Mm. And so even just that alone, this relationship with the creator of the universe, what does he have to say? What does he, what does he care about? What does he think about us? Mm. We can see that all through, through God's word. And we kind of enter into that, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Your roots down into that relationship with God, into God himself. And, and that is how you grow into this, I don't know, the tree of like that Psalm one points out Mm. that you have a fruitful life that, that multiplies and carries on and and is connected to your creator. It's, it's, it's really beautiful. Mm-hmm. That is beautiful. And so we could probably talk a lot <laughs> more about what, why it's important. And maybe we'll have a follow-up episode sometime soon about just the value of it. But for, for sake of time, let's kind of talk about some, some practical stuff. So in light of this uh, desire for delighting in God's word, the value of it, uh, how can we practically uh, study the Bible? Elise, mm-hmm. what do you what do you think? Yeah, I think you know when we were talking about those myths earlier, there's one that also um, we didn't mention, which is that there's not one way to read the Bible. There's not just one way that we have to go about it. And I think for a while, I know personally for myself, I got tripped up on this. I was just thinking that I had to do it this way, that I had to have all these different types of markings and these systems. And I, I don't know about you all, but I get so overwhelmed when I see other people and they have these like intense <laughs> systems that are like color coded and they look so beautiful. Yes, They're amazing yes. artists too. Somehow yes. they've like drawn these incredible yeah. Yeah, they're like thing these, in the margins, these like Picasso <laughs> paintings. And I'm like, you know, and if that's you, like, go for it. Whatever works for you is do it. Like, <laughs> it doesn't work for everyone. Yes. Like that is not, that is not where I'm skilled. And that's not necessarily where I encounter in like 
learn God's word. And so I do think that's something that's we we want to make sure that each of you understand is that there's gonna be different ways that each of us are going to interact with God's word and going to experience it in a different way. And there's a lot of tools and resources out there to help us do exactly that. And so um, I know for me for a while, it's like I knew the importance of understanding and like wanting to learn God's word, but I didn't know how I hadn't had a lot of people actually walk me through that I'd show me through that. And if, if you are entering into that thinking there's only a one, one-stop shop for that, then like, it's going to be intimidating. You're going to feel shame. You're going to feel pressure. You're probably going to be like, this is not fun. Um, <laughs> so there's, uh, there's actually a lot more freedom in that. And I think that's really cool. So a couple tips we have for y'all is first find a plan. Like I said, there are so many out there, like so many out there. I shouldn't just flip open the Bible each day and just see what page I you know to. like go for it um i would love to see actually let's let's just It'll do it probably, right now. yeah let's, let's see what we land on okay come on we have test. we have a bible john 3 16 john 3 16 oh, my bible's upside down okay maybe that right. helps oh we are at ezekiel oh 43 13 talking about the altar oh so, this is this is a good passage so close to the new covenant we're so um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, it would have yeah. been, but it would have been pretty. Yeah, that's like a good point, though. Of like, if you if you don't have a, like, I don't know. There's kind of that old saying, like, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Mm, and if so, mm-hmm. while there's not Coach one Chad. exact way that you have to read the Bible and like that works for every single person, if you don't have a plan and you just kind of approach it haphazardly, um, we kind of went back to the, like using that relationship thing. Like, you're, like, if that's your plan with dating and like mm. finding, like, <laughs> like, you're not gonna you're not gonna find somebody or if that's your, that's your plan on like showing your friendship to people and you're just haphazard and you never like are intentional, like it's not going to work. Um, come so back for part two on plan. dating advice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so have a plan. Yes. Um, and so we're going to give y'all some more, um, but a, a few that we'll just mention in this podcast that we really like. So first one is actually a fellowship in house. Um, one that we like is panorama of the Bible. Um, some of y'all have taken this cl- class before or course before it is actually now available online virtually. Garland actually has recorded the videos. Um, they're really easy to digest and interact with. They're like bite size, six to seven minute videos, and they're going to go through different movements of the Bible. So it'll actually will take through, take you through the entire Bible in 12. Uh, 10 to 12 sessions. Yeah. Yeah. 10 to 12 sessions. Um, and it y'all it's a deep dive, but it also is just a great way for you to get at least uh, the story of the Bible through it's. So if you're, if you're someone who's like, I know a lot of stories, but I've never been through the Bible before. That would be an incredible place to start. And we will give you the information and links on that as well. Another one really similar to that, that a lot of y'all have probably been using. I've been, actually been using this as well as Bible recap by Tara Lee Cobble. Um, she is a female teacher, I think based out of Texas. Um, but she also has a really similar plan of a Bible reading plan. You can find this on the Bible app actually. And then she has a podcast that goes along with it. Gives you kind of a, a deep dive for after you read the I read the passages each day. And so um, I've learned a lot through that. I like to listen to the the podcast after I read just to get a different take. And um, I would also just encourage you as you go into any of these studies, make sure you're using other voices to come alongside. Um, Cause there's definitely some things that like when I've listened to the Bible recap, I'm like, you know, I definitely wouldn't agree with that, but that's okay. I'm going to continue to listen and supplement it with other ways. I know that I'm making sure that I'm like hearing both sides of, of different viewpoints or perspectives. Um, and then lastly, you know, to, in order to find a plan, if, if you're just like, okay, like maybe I've done an overview before, or like, I don't know if that's where I want to start. What is fascinating to you? Like, what is something that's going to get you excited to get out of bed in the morning, to open up your Bible, read about it. So if you're really wanting to learn about the, the crucifixion or atonement, or, um, you really want to know about creation, like find a plan that's going to talk specifically about that so that you can, um, get excited about it. And, um, when you find a plan that's going to be centered around that, you're going to be able to dive into that deeper and then learn how to read the Bible through that. 
Um, so final plan, anything you want to add to that? No, that's good. I would, the only thing I would add, sorry. Oh, okay. I, at, first it was, <laughs> at first it was a no. And then it was like, it's, well. <laughs> like if you don't know where to start, talk to somebody that you trust, mm, whether mm-hmm. that's like a, a mentor or someone that's discipling you or a pastor at your church, just talk to them and say, Hey, here's the things I'm interested in. Here's kind of where I'm at in my reading the Bible journey thus far. And here's, here's what I want. Mm-hmm. And I, and some, they'll be able to, to kind of point you in the right direction for sure. Yeah. Second step we have is use a helpful Bible translation. And so, um, I'm not going to throw any translations under here. <laughs> I was about to, we are above that, Josh, we are above that. <laughs> it's not that they're bad translations. It's that it's just old English. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Well, it, and it helps to see multiple ones. It, it helps to see like, even sometimes to kind of bounce between there's like even passages of scriptures. I, I really like the ESV version of, and then mm-hmm. others I'm like, man, that just, it's hard to read. And I really like the NIV mm-hmm. on, or something like that, you mm-hmm. know? So, yeah. So obviously, yeah, you can, I mean, I have a, I have a thick ESV study Bible, like printed study Bible sitting right next to here, but extra, us, extra spiritual version, extra spiritual version, obviously. <laughs> um, but if you're wanting to, whether you have a printed Bible or you're using the Bible app, I mean, I would, I would encourage y'all to get a printed Bible. I would encourage specifically a printed study Bible. I think that there's, um, like I can be on my phone, but I know that there's distractions. It's also just you are, you're just able to see a lot more text in one view versus on your phone screen. But, um, the Bible app is gonna be a great helpful tool to come alongside those printed study Bibles, um, for you to see, like Ty was saying a different translation. So if you have an ESV Bible, find an NIV or I don't know, NASB, NASAB, NLT, yep. I really like the the net Bible and it's online and you can actually pull up like other translations right next to it. I oh, think it's cool. just kind of a contemporary language one and it's, it's really helpful. So. That's great. Um, another, another tool I'll going alongside that is blue letter Bible. Um, so you all probably used this before. This is also really helpful to get even deeper dive. So if you have, um, you know, different translations on your phone, this, you can see commentaries. Um, so basically a commentary is just like a breakdown of what that text is saying. And so it's, if you have, let's just say we're in Genesis one, one, and you want to see some different perspectives of what's actually happening there, then blue letter Bible is a great way you can put in that passage and then you can see, click on tools and you can see commentaries. Uh, if you really want to get fancy, you go into the Greek Whoa. of it. I know. I crazy. Hear if you, if you want to be a good Christian, like a really good Christian, you only read the Bible in Greek. You need to yeah. know at least like 15 Greek words, like off the cuff. Yeah. So absolutely. you can at least sound smart. You, to tell me- us that. you need to memorize John three sixteen in Greek. <laughs> <laughs> or Hebrew, Greek. <laughs> Greek. <laughs> you got Greek. cool if you knew it in Hebrew too. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. So that those are those are just some of the resources. Again, we'll list those out for you. Um, third, find accountability, y'all. This is probably the one that changed the game for yep. me. Um, I yeah. If you're doing it alone, first of all, I think it's easy to kind of get into an echo chamber of hearing and seeing what you want to see. Um, but if you are having accountability with other people to process with or pull alongside you and making sure you stay in the word, um, it's going to change your perspective of what you're reading. And so I would definitely encourage people that, you know, are already doing it. I think that's one thing. Um, or <clears throat> sorry. Oh, uh, <laughs> it's emotional. <laughs> <get> emotional <laughs> <soon>. <laughs> I, was, I was, yeah, I was going to say it was emotional, but just morning, morning throat there. Um, <laughs> okay. Anyways, but find accountability. So find a group together, um, make sure you are pulling alongside each other, checking in the Bible app actually has a lot of ways you can get a plan. If you go through a plan, you can send it to each other. Um, and 
basically see each other's progress, which is a little bit intimidating at times, <laughs> but, um, yeah, but it's great. Um, and I think it's a great way again, just to hear other people. Um, I know the discipleship group that I'm in right now, um, we each kind of see each other, our mind, like our, our morning readings and like kind of our quiet time thoughts. And, um, it's actually so cool because a lot of us have had read different things that each other has read, but we are seeing different things that God is sharing through the Bible through each of us. And so, um, that's been really helpful. And it's also a good motivator of like, I haven't read, I'm going to read because mm-hmm. they were encouraging me to. And I have one thing on the community aspect of it and accountability of like, I think it's important also, yes, to have your personal, like alone time with the word. And yet I also think it's important to get together with friends and open a Bible and read together. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you even just think like before the, like the invention of like the, like the codex text or like the books where we have like, with that, like a, like a spine and margin stuff, they had mm-hmm. scrolls. And so not everybody <laughs> even had one. Yeah. And so the way that they would get together is they would go to maybe the, the synagogues and they would open up these scrolls and someone would read it out loud and then they would discuss. And that there's like this communal sense around the word. And, uh, I think that's kind of another myth of like, you're only a good Christian if you have your own personal one, but one on like by yourself, solitude, quiet time, which mm. is absolutely mm. an important spiritual discipline. Mm. And yet if that's the only way you're ever engaging with the word, you're missing out on like a really important piece that I think God designed it to be a communal thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are also good. Josh, you have anything to add on the accountability aspect? Uh, no, I, I have definitely benefited from it. Lauren and I, my wife, uh, we read the same thing, uh, that's cool. every day. And, and it's just fun. Even just not only for the accountability aspect, but just to see what other people, what God is revealing to other people from the exact same passage of like, Oh my gosh, I didn't even think really about cool. that. Like, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, and then lastly, we're just going to circle back to what we've been talking about in the, in the beginning of this podcast is just remind yourself of the why. Um, so going back to those scriptures, I know that we just, we want to make sure that like anytime we come into God word, God's word, I know that we're not also always going to feel um, or like be on this excited mountaintop experience when we're in God's word, but what is the why? And I mean, going back to those passages that Tab was breaking down for us, like it is, it is absolutely imperative for us to spend time with our creator. Um, I would even say it's like, it's a necessity to our life. Um, it's a necessity to, if we want to do this life, right. (laughs) Um, and so, yeah, so find, find your why, make sure you have people that are encouraging you in that and your why as well. And, um, just create, create that space for God. Um, and I know that again, different plans are going to have different times, um, and find a rhythm that's gonna work for you. Um, I know we joked about like getting up in the morning and five, like 5am, but like there is something I think that is important about starting your day with God's word. And, um, I know for me, I'm like, okay, I should not be on social media in the morning before I get in God's word. Like, what am I filling my mind with first thing when I wake up? And so, um, I would, I would, you know, everybody's gonna have different rhythms depending on schedules, but you know, do be, make yourself accountable. Um, and again, just remind yourself of why you're doing it and create that space for God to speak to you in powerful ways. I think there's something like a, to that idea of like having to wake up early. I know we've kind of like bashed like some of those ideas a little bit, like <laughs> well, there's actually you, biblical evidence. Have to. Yeah. there's, there's help. Like it's helpful. And I heard somebody recently say, and I thought it was really helpful was, um, we often like see the people that seem really disciplined and we mm-hmm. think, Oh, they're so strong. Mm-hmm. Like they're so strong. Cause they have these like disciplines. And, um, she said like, actually people that need disciplines are weak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, mm-hmm. like I, I know my weaknesses. And so I know I need these disciplines. And so mm-hmm. it's not like a, I don't know if you're a very disciplined person, it's not to like tout your own strength. It's, yeah. it's, I, I, I'm weak and I need time in God's word. And so I've had to put these disciplines in place. Mm-hmm. And, and through that, I think that's where we allow God's strength to impact our lives. Yeah. It's all really good. That's so good. And the last thing we'd say, uh, is that 
your time in the word should just be filled with with prayer. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. not just a study like it's not like one of your class textbooks that you're just studying to gain information. It's again, it's a relationship. It's a conversation. Mm-hmm. And so you should you should start and and have prayer all throughout as you're communicating with with the creator who loves you. And so again, today was was just a we're just scratching the surface. There's so many other things that we could recommend. There's so many other just important values and and things that you can delight in in God's word. But this was just just scratching the surface. And so as always, if y'all have any any questions, uh, text or call uh, Elise or myself, and uh, we're just excited to to be on this journey with you as we develop this relationship with the creator of the universe. See you guys next time.